0: Welcome to The Interesting Podcast episode number 181. This episode is with the delightful, multi-talented legend that is Kieran Shaw. This show could easily have been three hours long, and we still would have only covered a fraction of Kieran's incredible work. In this episode, we do talk about him getting his start at the Red Buddha Theatre Company, learning mask and mime technique, how he got into stunts, being Superman's scale double, working on the Dark Crystal, being an Ewok in Return of the Jedi, getting hanged in Braveheart, his amazing work on Lord of the Rings as Frodo's scale double, getting tossed around by Vigo Mortensen, having two world records and so much more. Kieran is fantastic and you are in for a treat, my friends. So, without further ado, Please enjoy this episode of The Interesting Podcast number 181 with Kieran Shaw. Theme song time. busy these days uh yeah
1: I mean I was going to start work in Norway but uh because of the COVID, movie, the movie got postponed gotcha they're going to go ahead but they're going to wait so uh in the meantime waiting for something to come in but I will be
0: cool
1: I'll be busy again
0: I'm always glad to hear what an actor's busy
1: I've been very lucky I mean you know over the last 40 odd years yeah. Apart from 2020, apart from that year. But I always kept on working.
0: Is that wild when you think about just how long it's been? Like, does that, you're like, wow, it's been it's been a while.
1: <laughs> it, it's been a long time. But, remember, uh, but 40 years is a long time.
0: <sighs> it is. It, it, does it feel like 40 years? Or does it feel like you're still getting started?
1: Uh, it doesn't feel like 40 years. Forever. Yeah. It's, it doesn't feel like it started. But the time has flown so quickly.
0: Sure. How could it not? Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. You've done some pretty cool stuff. I remember, speaking of COVID, that poem that you wrote, United, was great. Yeah. I didn't realize you did poetry.
1: I write poetry. I got my second book out.
0: How long have you been doing that?
1: I've been writing poetry since I've been about 12. 12 years old. Yeah? It wasn't really... Because I left Kenya and then moved into India, but because of my father's health in India was not good, so we came to London. My brother was already in London, so we joined him. And my father's health improved. I've mm-hmm. I on with my studies. Great. And uh, then going to the theaters over here.
0: Wow. That's pretty <laughs> neat. How long were you in Kenya before you moved?
1: Uh, I was born in Kenya in 56. And I moved to London in 70.
0: Gotcha. Okay. That's a pretty good amount of time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was going to become 12 at that time, I think. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. When did your interest in acting start then?
1: My acting career, well, not career. The dream started from Kenya. Cool. Uh, When I was about seven, eight years old. Uh, Watching Bollywood movies, uh, Western movies, and uh, TV. Yeah. So got me interested in that, and not only that, but I used to take Mickey out of my uncle's mannerisms. Oh. Sure. um, That really got me interested. That this is what I want to do. That's
0: neat. What was it? It was Bollywood movies. So you always wanted to do movies, or was it theater, or just any kind of acting?
1: Any kind of acting. Yeah. Any kind of acting, but. Especially into movies. Uh, yeah, Bollywood was there, the yeah. idea. Uh Hollywood was the idea as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was I, I used to watch both Bollywood and Hollywood movies in Kenya.
0: Sure. Did you have any favorites?
1: Ah, uh, I think it would have been Dr. No,
0: Quite Young
1: when I saw that was my first Hollywood movie.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: Yeah. And that was like, yep, yeah, I love you know what, what I saw there.
0: So then how old were you when you started like actually pursuing acting?
1: Uh I started when I was 17 years old, till in a school. And what happened was that one day I picked up a magazine called Time Out in 1973, probably uh I think October or November, something like that. Yeah for the first time. And at the back of the timeout, uh you know, back of the page uh, in timer, there was a theater board for looking for so-and-so actors or this kind of actors or whatever. Sure. And I saw in the advert about a theater company called Red Buddha Theater Company. That was a mm-hmm. Japanese theater company that had come from Japan into London. A guy called Stomuya Master. Uh, at time, he made a quite a big name for himself. In America and over here in Europe as well. He had a play. It was a kind of a mime play called Man from the East. Ooh. And the storyline was uh, a day in the life of Hiroshima and the bomb. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, I went, uh, the Japanese actors were let go uh, apart from a couple of he kept. And then we had what else for the English actors to get involved in this. And that's how I got involved in that.
0: Oh, cool. Was it like traditional theater? Was it like kabuki or?
1: There was a, it, it was kind of a mixture. Oh, cool. A kabuki plus Western ideas. It was mime, clowning, dancing. And it was, I mean, it was a proper storytelling with no dialogue. Wow,
0: that's almost harder.
1: Yeah, it was it was a musical. With I mean, when the theater company came in, uh, they still had uh, guitars and drums, not just uh, Japanese instruments.
0: Sure, the big timpani.
1: Yeah, certainly, and uh, and uh, they played it really well in the uh, U.S and in Europe. And then uh, I ended up doing a tour of Italy. Oh, cool. With that, yeah.
0: Wow. That's right into the deep end on your first gig.
1: Yeah, learning. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I had to learn. When we were rehearsing, uh, I had no idea how to work with masks or anything. And I was taught by him what to do, Stomaya yeah, Master. Wow. He told me, you can't put the mask on. You got to study the mask. You got to pick up things you can notice in the mask like wrinkles, moles, big nose, small nose, big forehead, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. And
1: put something and you can use that to your advantage. Then you play with the mask, put that mask fussing up on your hand, on the palm and play with it, turning around and, you know, yeah. try, you know, like, like the way you, you would move your neck. Yeah. And you different expressions with your mouth, face, wherever, and you can see that, and then you do it in front of the mirror, and doing the same thing, moving up, down, this, that, wherever, and suddenly you find within a couple of days your body is moving with it.
0: Oh, it's almost like puppetry.
1: Puppetry, yeah, it is puppetry.
0: That's really cool. I've never heard of that before. That makes sense because if you're if the mask is looking at you, you're getting an outside view of yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you can see that that your body is going with it, and that's when you go now. You know, you play play with it for a quite a long time, and then you go, "Okay, I'm ready to put that on now, and I can take the character and that's be create character that way."
0: Wow. It's like the mask becomes its own character first. Yeah. And then yeah. you learn to be, that's really cool. I've never heard of that before. How long did you do that?
1: Uh, I did that for about two or three years.
0: That's a long time.
1: I'm uh, not with the same company. And uh, then I started moving on with different companies in friends and started picking up a lot of, uh, even in Red Buddha, I started picking up how to juggle three oh. oh, How to do mine. Properly, sure. You know the roll and the rope and the walk and storytelling with your body in mind.
0: Yeah,
1: so I learned a lot in that one theater, and then as I as I started moving on with different friends' company, and all of them were more, more or less mime companies that I was involved with, and I learned new things, and it was a good a three years' work. Wow. Um, yeah, and because everybody used to do Marcel Marsa. No, like, OK, I'm now getting a little bit fed up with this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I moved home and tried to get into the movies. Well, that's such a specific skill set. It's like you yeah. went the technical side of it first. That's really neat. Yeah. And then when did you get into movies? Because that's uh, different. In
1: 70s. Yeah, well, it, it is really. Uh, what happened was one day in, I think, in 1976, uh, Going through stage and television magazine. And at the back of, again, you know, last few pages were the Edwards for looking for a TV program, looking for this actor or whatever. Sure. And I saw this fantastic Edward, a sci fi movie, uh, looking for a little guy. And that was it, nothing more. Oh. (laughs) And uh, casting director, contact casting director Irene Lamb.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: So, yeah, wrote a letter to her and uh, a telegram came back. He didn't have technology of text yeah. <laughs> and emails and anything like that. But a telegram came through at my house. Uh, Could you drink iron lamb as soon as you can? It's important, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So, and made an appointment to see her at the Fox, 20th Century Fox building in
0: Seoul. oh pretty good
1: right a week after i went and saw her at the fox building mm-hmm. and i was let like in into the room where she was and she asked me a few questions about what have you done and i mentioned red buddha to begin with and so she oh, went oh great what do you do in red buddha and i went well you know, that's what I learned about mime and mask and all that stuff. And she so went, oh, what, what do you mean by mask work? And I went, well, two dimensional fixed expression mask. Give me that. And I can give you a character out of that. And he went, well, you can really do that. Yeah, why I can't? And all that. And she so went, okay, you are the right heart. You are perfectly formed. I'm going to call my director and let's see if I can get you an appointment. And she got me an appointment. And a week after, I had to go to the studios.
0: Ooh, that's fast. Were you nervous? I was
1: nervous. Uh, what happened was the car came to pick me up and and took me to the studios.
0: Oh, pretty good.
1: And getting there, my brother came with me uh, just to keep me calm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> smart. <That's> a... <laughs> yeah,
1: so it was yeah. a smart move, yeah. So we got there. And I was introduced to the director called Lucas.
0: Ah, I've heard of him.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I got introduced to Lucas. He, he took me to his office with my brother with me, tagging along with me. And we had a little little conversation about how would you feel inside a robot and stuff like that. And I went, yeah, that would be fine. And I'll also be able to handle it. And he went, okay, took me to the workshop. And put me on a prototype R2D2.
0: Oh,
1: this was when Kenny Packer had decided, yeah, decided to leave, and he didn't uh, leave the Mm R2D2, he had walked away from it. Uh, And this was in nothing pre pre production,
0: sure,
1: nothing was filmed or anything, right? And uh, so according to the R2D2, also Ted. Taller by about an inch or inch and a half, so uh-huh. I had to not twist my uh twist my neck a little bit, you know, oh, side, no. <laughs> to the side, and get inside the thing, and I started moving it, moving the head and all the stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, the way it used to go around Yeah, yeah. And I did. That. At that time, it was like, oh yeah, your legs legs can come up. Maybe you can make it roll as well. And I went, yeah, did that. And they went, okay, right, fine. I did that for about three, four hours, coming in Ooh. and going in and adjusting things here and there and stuff like that. Sure. And finally we got it right and they went, okay, right, fine. Uh, after they were doing that test and everything, they went, okay, you can go home. Uh, you know, and the cargo brought me and my brother back home. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went, uh, after a couple of days, they went, You're in. And we'll give you a concord and all that. Hey. And I'm going to win. And a week after that, they ran back. Oh, uh, Irene Lamb ran back and went, Kiran, I got a really bad news for you. And I'm going, Yes. And so they went, uh, Kenny Becker has decided to come back, our first choice. Uh, and we are going with him mm. uh, oh we can't you know employ you and I was like oh you know sad sure small, and something like that and he kind of felt that I think on the phone sure and he went look what I'm going to do for you so I'm going to get you an agent
0: because I didn't have an agent at that time oh wow and carried on from that oh that's pretty good yeah. To lose a job and then to get an agent who gets you more jobs, not yeah. a bad trade. Exactly.
1: Go, yeah, she got me a, a kid's agent as well.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: It was that one. Go, yeah, and it worked out well with their agent.
0: Usually the story ends with, and then they went with the first choice.
1: But this a little bit further.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then when, because I know you, you've you had like just as successful a career as an actor as you had as a stuntman. At yeah. what point did you decide to do stunts, too? Or was it always from the beginning?
1: Uh, no, it wasn't from the beginning. Uh, okay, this new agent, after a month, gave me a call and went, uh, can you go to Pinewood Studios? Uh, you know, take a taxi or find out how to get there. Sure. Um, or underground or wherever. And I went, okay, right, fine. Uh, they there was an audition for a movie called Candle Soup.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yep. Yeah. It was a Disney movie with uh, young Trudy Foster and David Newell. And so I went there and she told me that you're going to be standing in for a child character. Sure. So I went there and uh, went into this hall at Pinewood in you know, a big room. Sure. And uh, where there were uh, auditioning a lot of uh, kids to with the standing for their kids.
0: Ah, okay. And they brought up this uh,
1: Japanese girl, uh, half Japanese girl uh, who was going to play a Chinese character in the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went, can you stand back to back, both of us. And uh, they saw that and they went, uh, yeah. You are, we are both the right height or oh, Kiran you are the right height and yeah you'll be perfect we'll call you your uh we'll call your edge and then will book you and that's how we according to the movies now how i got into stunts was on this movie Kendall. So while doing the standing in for a quite a long time and then we went on to the location mm-hmm and one day on location uh bob anderson the stunt coordinator uh-huh he i mean he must have kept an eye on me for quite a quite a long time <laughs> and one day he came round to me and he went Kiran, from the back with your frock and with your black long wig we can't tell the difference between you and the girl <laughs> and i went what do you mean by stance and what do you intel? And the, well, you're not going to do very high force or anything like that. It's just going to be a simple forward. You're hanging on onto somebody around their neck, you mm-hmm. know, on their neck and they are turning around and around fast and all wherever and you let go and you'll kind of fly back and land somewhere.
0: Sure. You know,
1: and we'll get you. And uh, he went, can you do your uh, breakfast? Uh. And I went, Yep, I then do go up to the yellow belt in the school, I can do that. Sure. And perfect. You can do that, then you're fine. You'll be okay. And that's so how my stunt life started.
0: Wow. Pratfall, the, the bread and butter of stuntmen.
1: Yep. And suddenly you look brilliant. I mean, you know, at the right place at the right time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like that he kind of kept an eye on you. He was like, I think, I think we could throw him around. I yeah. think we could. Yeah, like absolutely.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And probably got the right idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're very aerodynamic, I've heard, Kieran. Like a superman. <laughs> like a superman, which is a great segue, Kieran. I see where you yeah. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> How did you book Superman? You were Superman uh, Scale the, Double.
1: Oh uh, double. Yeah, scale double. That was really funny as well. From the same then I'll get a call again. Uh, because by this time, I already done a acting movie and I was onto something else. And then the Superman thing came out, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody must have known about it. That is coordination. Let like me him a call. Uh, one of the coordinators, I think it was Vic Armstrong. I oh, did great. a movie with Vic Armstrong on people that time forgot.
0: Right. And
1: remembered me from that because I did a stunt. In that movie, my own stand for my own character. Yeah. Like I've Green, seen your
0: work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But we must have remembered that. Uh-huh. And what happened was that uh, from that, uh, we went for the audition uh, to do the wire work and never done wire work at all in oh, the park. Sure. And what happened was in the uh, wire work. Uh, they wanted to see whether I can handle it or not, or uh, all that. And uh, what happened, most they put me on the wire, got me up straight, you know, straight on the wire, and went, How do you, they took me up, up up, about 25 feet, I think. Ooh. They went, hard do feel up there? And they went, You don't like to do anything at the moment, we'll throw you around, or you're flying around. So I was standing up straight in the harness backup uh back, uh, back pickup with no sorry two side pickup uh which are two wires coming from the side and they took me around yeah into this uh, banana kind of a turning oh
0: great.
1: and uh, that was and that was from the studio uh inside the sound state. sure go right? so what that happened and they did a couple of runs so yeah something like that and then and they went how do you feel and I went, I'm oh, fine, I'm okay, I'm good. Broke me down again, and then they put the pickups, rather than from uh, near the chest area of the side, they brought it down to my waist. And they went, now nah, uh-huh. you need to counterbalance and go into that lying mode.
0: Yeah, now you're flying.
1: Flying, yeah, like the Superman.
0: Yeah. And
1: then now nah, you got to keep that balance and we can adjust everything you will to have to work hard to keep that balance be sure. before and then they without doing that you know the arm thing uh-huh. one in front and one at the back yeah like a superman go I need uh, with both arms by the side and flying and flying and flying and then slowly take got me into the Superman pose. and they go now and, uh, and then they Told me what to they do. As you going to banana,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and turn your body slightly like you're turning to your uh, right or left or whatever we tell you. Yeah. And that worked out. And they There's wow. a couple of other uh, uh, small actors in the audition. Mm-hmm. And I think next day the agent rang up and they went, they want you, you know
0: wow
1: uh on the sound stage for about five months doing nothing but flying
0: what a gig how fun was uh, that
1: oh that really really fun that was i mean you know to double for christopher reeves yeah him working with him became quite friendly with him uh paul uh paul western almost looking at that department flying department became really good friends with him as a co- you know him as a coordinator. It yeah. was really good. Working with Bob Harman was doing the wire work. And he we worked with, you know, this really good team.
0: Man, how do you top that? If your job is to fly around the studio as Superman. That's a, yeah. It doesn't get cooler.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really, really good fun.
0: Man. And, and for months, your job, like when pe- you realize some people are like, oh, I'm going to work as a painter, I'm going to work as a waste. of You're like, I'm going to work to fly. Yeah. No, it's not bad.
1: It's not too, no, it was, it was But at the same time, what happened wars that uh, Paul went, okay, we are going to start training you to become a stuntman.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Oh, they will bring up uh, props, uh, mini-temper, and they will you know, take me out, you bounce on it, and... You know, do that and put a mat out and bounce and sure do a song and you know, land on your back on the mat and stuff like that. Go, you know, there are things coming out like that. And uh, then, Paul went, you know, every time you do a different movie, we are going to keep, uh, keep teaching you.
0: Wow, I love that. When you talk like there's that old adage that luck is preparation meets opportunity, yeah. and like you're yeah. just preparing all these skills yeah. at this time. <laughs> Certainly.
1: I love it. Certainly. And we talked about Vic uh, Armstrong, when people did time for God. Yeah. My partner called Bolam. Oh, yeah. When people did dance for God. Uh, and his death was falling into Wilkina after his master. Yep. And I demanded that I wanted to do that. And uh, I used to, I think I annoyed the director, Kevin O'Connor, demanding i want to do this stand, i want to do this stand every day yeah <laughs> and when rick can you talk, take him out to do the high fall, <laughs> him how to do a high fall on that movie really yeah so, basically from my second movie started seriously getting wow. interesting and you like it yeah well now i'm at the edge where i'm going yeah, i got to calm down. I
0: yeah. do it. <laughs> you're, you're a little more breakable now, just a little yeah, bit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but when still, I do some stuff anyway.
0: Is it When you're younger, you're made of Tupperware. You just bounce back. Yeah. It's yeah. not a problem. Exactly. One day you, you do the same stunt you've been doing forever, and something pops a little. You're like... Oh, okay.
1: Oh, I, yeah. I don't need to do that anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you become the actor that time remembered. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: Definitely. <laughs>
0: and I know from Superman shortly after, is that was that when Return of the Jedi came around?
1: Return of the Jedi came quite quite a bit later. Uh after Superman, uh, I got involved with Dark Crystal.
0: Oh, right. How cool was that?
1: Jim yeah. Henson. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, I had a meeting with Jim. Uh and on the on the first meeting, he asked me, you know, what was my background in the industry. And I went, well, I started out as my artist and mm-hmm. doing all this, you know, walks and all that and all working with masks. And he went, how would you feel, you know, working with masks that might be moving as presents and stuff like that. If we can get that and I went fine uh that would that would be good and then even uh then he, there was a skull on the table of sketches.
0: oh oh right yeah. <laughs> yeah. and
1: what, what do you think of that uh or what do you think that looks like now but like a oh, world well,
0: yeah
1: and they went and here yeah. how do you think uh that would move and I started. Hopping on my leg and moving my neck.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: And that movement?
0: Yeah.
1: I went, Can you cut out the hop? And can you just give us a walk and do that? And I started doing
0: that.
1: Oh. My neck going from side to side, Mm -hmm. the whole head kind of, you know, like an Indian dancer. Yeah. God did that. And I went, Fine, perfect. You are in. Oh. Yeah, so I got, uh, by that time, I had a different agent anyway now. Mm -hmm. And what happened was, uh, uh, they gave me the character of the term trembling. Oh. Oh, That Frank was was operating as a puppet. Yeah. And now walking, moving, walking, running, and stunt, trembling.
0: Oh, wow.
1: he was doing stunts as well. And uh they went, okay, you can do that. A few days or few week, weeks later, uh Jim went, oh, can you also do my uh d- a train?
0: Yeah
1: you know, and you know you can do walk, walk, running, stunts, whatever we tell you to do, but they do it. And I went yeah, I'll do the- those two characters. And suddenly they realized that this little guy can do a lot of multiple things.
0: Yeah. So,
1: Characters and they, they started drawing quite a few characters as we went along. You know, the first time you see the baby land striders?
0: Yes. Oh, that was you? Yeah,
1: there were three. Yeah. Yeah, and the baby one was me. What? The third one, yeah.
0: Were you, did you have stilts?
1: Yeah, on the on the four stilts. Robbie Barnett, who was a clown and a stilt walker at the time. Huh. And he used to do 24 stilts. That's how the idea came through uh, uh, Brian uh, Brian, and uh, James uh-huh. uh, walking through the uh, sound and they saw Robbie walking on the steels. Sure. And Brian went, yeah, let's try this can be on the steels.
0: Wow. Had you done still work
1: before? No. Nope. Robbie, <laughs> Robbie taught uh, uh couple of other uh, other actors performers um, how to work on the steels as well as me Ooh,
0: Just say yes so, huh
1: <laughs> yeah and, uh, yeah to start with the two steels mm-hmm. and then it was on the four steels and when we went on the four uh we were in the harness
0: oh. and, uh,
1: uh, and a wire with a pickup in the uh, in the back with pending down on all four so if you oh. fall, Why are people can only you
0: You have insurance? Yeah, is it harder to do two or four?
1: Four is harder, yeah, because four is that you really need to keep your balance.
0: Mm. Oh, right, right. Whereas two, you can kind of,
1: yeah, so otherwise, you'll go to one side or the other side, right? You're going to get up again, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's wild. I love that you're picking up these skills. It's like every job, not only are you getting hired to do a job but you're also learning to do other jobs on those jobs yeah, just, yeah. that's really cool yeah you become like a swiss army knife like well, karen could yeah, do it all
1: <laughs> i mean you know that's the really good thing for me that happened bob anderson picking me up yeah and then learning things in theaters learning things you know this what i've been doing all my life I'm still learning. Yeah. You know, new thing, new technology. What do you do with new technology? How are you going to make it work for you? You know, that's the idea. Right. You're always learning, and it's really good. Even though you can't operate that technology, but you know how it works.
0: Sure. Get a basic understanding.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then you know what you can give and what you where you can pull back on and all that.
0: Are you good at, like, giving yourself permission to learn? Like, are you good at being bad at something at first? No, no. Uh, Yeah, I can be bad at things, but I can pick them up very quickly. Yeah.
1: Like learning. It's like, you have to learn. Yeah. Uh, If you want to carry on going in this industry. I mean, what happened on Dark Crystal was one day, Lucas came on set and uh, uh, spoke to... Team that can be painted for, you know, half a day or something like that. I will call his agent and uh, book him and uh, even yeah, whenever you need, let me know and then I can run work around him. And what happened was that Lucas uh, Ma me, put me into his thing, The uh-huh. Origin of uh, the Jedi,
0: uh-huh.
1: and uh, I was the first one to test, uh, test uh, out Oh, wow how would they look, how would they move, what happens if they do a trample or iPhone or whatever, would sure. they be able to get up and walk or, you know, whatever. And I tried uh, after, you know, getting the design right with the makeup guys
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, got that all right. And what happened was that then did our role.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or, or you know kneeling roll. Sure. And, and I couldn't get up. Oh no. <laughs> you look know, like I'm oh, flat.
0: Sure.
1: <laughs> I couldn't sit up and even like yep, this costume is not going to let me sit up. Let let alone, you know, get me up again completely. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you look really, really strange. And you know, spoke you Lucas about that. And he was really happy when well as long as you can do a roll. Then we can cut, and we can get you up, in, you know, in different ways and all that.
0: Sure. And those suits are big. You got a lot. Speaking of, there's a lot of padding yeah. on those things, and, yeah. Uh,
1: the, look, yeah, that was what was stopping you, you know, to get get back into sitting position.
0: Oh, sure. You just end up rolling. Can't.
1: Yeah, get... and you can't move, and that's it. Yeah. You <laughs> pull you up again.
0: <laughs> you become one of those like uh, teetle totters. Like yeah. balls, yeah. where you kind of yeah. you just gotta roll yeah. you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did
0: you did you also play a droid in Return of the Jedi?
1: Yeah, play a droid that was drumming on the skulls. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but that was the droid who brought one of the you know that was one of the droids who brought mm-hmm. in uh to uh Harrison, Harrison
0: uh-huh.
1: went, you know, into the into the village. Right. The first time. Yeah, it's tied to this, you know, long bumble stick. And there are four evokes, you know, bringing him
0: uh-huh. in. I love the random things that you can say that you've played when you think about it. Yeah. It's, it's it's a pretty good resume of just random things.
1: Really good, because I ended up doing, well, doubling a lot of other evokes as well for stunts. Oh, cool. But that was good. Because, Lucas, when, you know, you do that. Yeah. You know, when you do that.
0: That makes sense. Because the more useful you are, the more they're going to use you.
1: Yeah, necessarily. I see see Uh, what
0: you're doing, Kieran.
1: Yeah, I ended up doing almost all the stunts at Ulster studio in London. I couldn't make it to America. Sure. So I only did everything in London for them. But the funny thing was I met Lucas on the first movie, Mm -hmm. uh, The Hope. Then I met him on uh, Rages of the Lost Ark.
0: right. Right, uh,
1: where I don't kill a, but mon- well, I didn't kill the monkey. Somebody brought <laughs> <him> the dates,
0: <laughs> right? You brought uh, the yeah. good dates, somebody messed yeah. with your food.
1: Somebody messed with it, yeah. I'll protect and, you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then I met him again on you know, uh, region of the day,
0: yeah. It's like it, it was always you pass each other in the hallway, and then yeah. it finally happened. It's small, it's a small industry, it's a very small it's world, very
1: small. I mean, i couldn't believe i worked with him so many times now. Yeah. love
0: it. It's pretty cool. You also, you got to work on um uh, The Sign of Four. With yeah. Jeremy Brent is my favorite Sherlock Holmes.
1: Wow. He, he is a brilliant actor. You <laughs> oh, know, faster. Like Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, but really, really brilliant, and brilliant actor. Very friendly. Really cool. nice guy to work with. Yeah, He's very, he was really, really down to earth.
0: That's cool. And you got to be on the poster with him. Pretty neat. You know? Yeah. Not yeah, bad? That
1: was, that was my uh, first poster, yeah.
0: How long did that makeup take? Because you're in like a full get up with those. Two hours. That's actually not bad.
1: That's Two- not bad. That was only the head.
0: Uh, oh, OK. Remember, I take back.
1: <laughs> there are no hands. There's no body. It's all uh, costume.
0: Ah, oh, smart. Smart. Yeah.
1: So Tonga is a human being.
0: He right. comes
1: from Pacific Islands. Mm-hmm. From Tonga.
0: Right. Tonga. Uh, makes sense.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> so he's a human, a small human. Uh, right. Yeah, because uh, that was really neat because when I met the director and to work with John
0: yeah,
1: I was his sidekick. It was brilliant to work with him as well because I always admired John Thor in lot of other things.
0: Sure. it's also really neat that like the caliber of actors you've been able to work with because you learn mm. from other actors in scenes and you've worked oh, with yeah. the greats.
1: No, it, I mean it's really one thing that David Newton told me in my first movie that you have got a twinkle in your eye, Kiran. Yeah. There's something tells me that you want to be in this, you are going to be in this industry. For a long time. And you should learn everything. Don't be like an actor and go into your trailer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he literally told me that. He went, you know, look through camera. Look yeah. through this. Ask questions to people.
0: Yeah, learn. So
1: what just are doing learn. Pick up, pick up. And you'll be there. He was right. Yep.
0: That's nuts. What did, what did you do on Braveheart?
1: Braveheart,
0: Simon Crane
1: gave me a call, uh, another top coordinator in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gave me a call to do hangings, crop hangings.
0: Ooh. And
1: uh, the idea was that uh, in the castle, on the tower and other areas, people were being thrown with the round around neck. Right. And I went from... Outside of the tower, there's a little pathway at the top mm-hmm. of the tower, or about three-quarter way down. There's a walking thing, a little little kind of a, what they call it, where you can go out and repair something or whatever.
0: Right, yeah. right.
1: And uh, one of the stun, stun guy was holding me under his arm with the nose oh, around okay. my neck. And, it's <laughs> no. and I was uh, hang, hitting the door bumping into the door every time up and down, oh. and because once you are hanged, you are still swinging back and forth. Right, and you can't put your hands out. Oh, you right.
0: Still, yeah. <laughs> no. so you I just got to eat it. Yeah, you
1: can get you slowly move your neck around because you can take it by by the side of your <laughs> side of your face.
0: <laughs> 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 oh God, you've been you've been hanged, Kieran. Yep. Yeah think about that
1: <laughs> yeah i was hanged and it was really funny because the director i mean he was laughing his head off
0: you sure because i was
1: screaming my head off sure. were, that's brilliant
0: <laughs> nobody can say you don't commit
1: <laughs> i'll commit i was committing and i was screaming my head off nothing <laughs> the people who were way out looking at what we were we were doing they must have heard me
0: yeah <laughs> i what bet
1: what the hell is going on
0: that's right
1: i think they're hanging a child <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it did happen because uh the stunty was uh throwing me
0: oh great. his mom
1: and dad were there. Uh, his dad was a stun guy anyway and his mom was there oh. And uh, gave, gave him a little bit of poor looking. How can you do that to a
0: little yeah. child? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. From there, was it you went Braveheart and then Titanic shortly after?
1: Titanic, yeah. Uh, again, Simon Crane gave me a call to work on Titanic.
0: Great. He knows you can hang uh, well.
1: Uh, yep. Yeah. And, well, there were no hanging this time.
0: Right, right. uh, Give me a break.
1: Falling and rolling down the deck and stuff like that. And even I will need a child to do that. Well, you know, you are perfect. But why don't you get ready to fly out to uh, Baja Mexican side? Oh. So so we filmed everything in Rosreta.
0: Interesting.
1: uh, In the studios. And this was the second time I was going to work with James Cameron. Right. The first time was aliens. Right. Killing it. It was the second time. And I was trying to hide from him. You know, we had a big meeting with the on the first day when we got on set. And we were on the set. And I was trying to hide from him, like, I don't want him to see me. And he found me. And he went, oh, Kieran, give me a hug. And he came around and gave me a uh, (laughs) hug. And he was like, okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Everybody, all the static going. Ooh, mm, Kieran Frank with the you know times.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's that. It's that twinkle. It it sticks around Kieran. Yeah, they know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and see, you've got aliens. You've got Titanic. You've got Superman. You're just killing it already. And then it's like, what else is pretty big on the corner? I know you got into the first Harry Potter.
1: Ah, uh, well, before Harry Potter. I couldn't do the Harry Potter to begin with, oh, because I was involved with Lord of the
0: Rings. Oh, right, that's all the same time. Yeah, dude. Well, towards the end of the Lord of the Rings,
1: it clashed with Harry Potter.
0: Gotcha.
1: yeah. So I ended up in uh, Lord of the Rings from, uh I think August, August nineteen ninety nine, and I finished till two thousand and three. October.
0: Ooh, like That's a pretty good run.
1: Yeah.
0: How did that happen? Because that was in New Zealand, and you're in London at this time.
1: New Zealand, and that was in 2003, yeah, when I came back. Ooh. I, mean, I didn't stay there all, all that time, mm-hmm. but I stayed uh, one year completely.
0: Wow. How did that happen? How did you get the scale doubles for that?
1: Uh, The story goes, because I had no idea how the found the story was telling when day I was doing the fittings at Kusa workshop
0: mm-hmm.
1: she mentioned workshop in 98 it was the end December and it was uh, around Christmas time so you know I went there to do the fittings and then I was going to stay for the little party for the Christmas sure. and after the after I did the fittings, and I think John Stevenson uh, spoke to me when Kiran, you're being headhunter. Now, what do you mean headhunter? And he went, there's a director is looking for you. And we have got an email from him that he, he knows that you do come in here often. You do fitting and all that. And we have been asked to give you his email.
0: ah uh-huh. Good side.
1: Right. Yeah, actually. And I went, okay, who's the director? And they went, Peter Jackson, where is he from? New Zealand. And I went, okay. I was, uh, don't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. I never heard his name. Quite a lot of people knew him, but I didn't. Sure. At that time. And I went, what What has he done? And they went, Brendan and uh, Meet the Feebles and all of that came up. And I went, can I see? anything or, you know, have you got anything that I can look at? And now it's put printed. Oh. of <laughs> the And I was looking at that and, you know, the head flying and yep. flying, <laughs> blood everywhere. <laughs> now, Peter can't direct. Uh, I did ask him what the movie was. Sure. uh, uh on even Blood of the ring. And my eyes really opened up. Yeah. I read books. Books when I was young. Oh, cool! Why okay. I got interested in that, Peter Jackson? But then looking at all the stuff, and it was like, is Peter going to direct this movie really?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and when yeah, Kiran, he, he is a brilliant director. Now I'm going but, and he goes no, there are no buts. Kiran is really going to do it. He used to email contact him, and I went okay, I will do that, and. uh in the new year, I gave uh, the email to my agent and he sent them an email and then got on to Lord of the Rings. Wow. So I was being headhunted. And the story is uh, uh, on the first premiere in London, I think, uh, they asked, Fred, oh, you know, what happened? I mean, I understand that you he were headhunting me. Go, you know, how did you know about me? And now, uh, Stephen, every workshop in, well, most of the workshop in America, they know about you. Workshop in Britain and some number of Europe, they know you. But your name was coming up all the time.
0: There you and,
1: go. And I'm going, wow, thank you very much for thinking about me. And then he turned round to me and said, well, you know, we saw your CV. Oh, never <laughs> about CV, right? And uh, front, but you know, when you came in, we were frightened. <laughs> uh, and uh, it was like, what? And I went, by And I went, all the movies you had done, yeah, and I went, I was frightened of you because, like, you know, what you did, what I saw, and I was like, is that going to happen or not?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> They were really
1: good, you know, all the... Thing that happens to me, yeah, it you know, into a talk at the end of the day.
0: Sure, <laughs> that's bonkers. When you signed on, did you know like the amount of different roles you'd be playing?
1: No, I was only going to be the Wow, Skilled. and uh, Peter always told me, "You are a but you are going to be acting as well. Yeah, you're not going to be a straight." you're not going to be trustable right you're going to learn about their mannerisms. you gonna learn about their movements, what they are thinking what you need to think as well because you're gonna ask later what it's thinking and why is it moving the way he's moving or whatever but you need to do that.
0: What a master class
1: yeah certainly and uh, the thing was that you need to learn to move like them pick up their moves and if you can do that that would be brilliant and I think I can' I've kind of got wrong to seventy percent you mm-hmm. can't get you can't get hundred percent with any humans sure it always going to be difficult because humans are going to change things in the moments in the mannerisms and it's very difficult to keep up with humans that way sure now the one thing I learned
0: on that movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's amazing. I, I love that you're playing like all the hobbits because they're all so different and they move different, and they act different.
1: Yeah, War to was that I had team and there was another actor, normal actor called Son Ellen
0: mm-hmm. who was mm-hmm.
1: helping me to train them, right? Mm-hmm. And what we found was that uh, three three of the doubles were from India and a girl called Fon was from Thailand. And we train them, but to work with masks is difficult. Sure. If you don't know about masks, and when you can't see, you are looking through a, a pinpoint.
0: Oh.
1: Literally so a, a, a pinpoint, and you can re, you got can, can no peripheral vision or anything sure. like that. But you got to know exactly where you're going and what you're doing and how you're going to know. and how. I mean, you are not going to avoid everything you are obviously going to bump into things as well. Sure. Oh, maneuver and remember where things are. When you bump into something, you go, okay, this is something about that distance. And you figure that out in your mind. It's difficult. It's not easy.
0: Yeah, you're working blind. You're working blind.
1: Because, you know, most of my work, or us, the uh, body puppeteers, mm-hmm. we go through that a lot. Sure. All of us, Eric, Tom, Brian, you know, all of us, um, and we all know that we are going to bump into things, but you want to pick up, oh yeah, there's a table there, I must not bump into it, and you're and you bump into something else. Right. Now <laughs> up, I don't have to bump into that and that. Then, right. you know, you pick up things. And you get it right. Sure. You get it right. I mean, if you out of 10 takes, if you get six, seven, take right. Whoa.
0: How many times were you tossed by Vigo Mortensen?
1: Many, many, many
0: times. <laughs> <laughs> he, he,
1: he would sneak up on me, pick me up and throw me. How many of The way it happened was, uh, remember, he came in after another actor. Right. Who had to leave or left. And uh, what happened was that I didn't meet him. He had no idea who I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened was that I ended up doing all five because of, you know, my people. And sure. they come to me. And when whoever's leading the scene, he yeah, are doing all, you know, that character of the hobby. I ended up doing all five. And with Vigo, uh, we were in the bar. bar. Ah. Where we pick him up and take him into the room and throw him. Right. So when he picked me up and took me into the room, we did that, and then he had to throw me. He kind of blessed me. Oh! And I went down, and I went. Peter's not going to buy that, and I knew it. And Peter went cut, and it was like, oh, "We got throw him," and I went, "We got really throw me." <laughs> and he did that, but he did it gently,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a little bit further, but gently. Sure. We are going for another take. And I went, go, throw me. Make it look like you are throwing me. Mm-hmm. And he threw me. Still didn't work the way I was suspecting and Peter was going. Need a little bit violently. And I turned around to Viggo and I went, come with me. And I went, Viggo, I'm a man. I've done stunts all my life as well as acting and all that. Mm-hmm. And... I can take the thing, but me in the back. And he went, and he went oh, there's something up. And I went, yeah, i got a pad. <laughs> I've got elbow pads, knee pads, and i got a back pad. And I'm going on my back. All on my side, I'll take it. Either way you throw me, I'll take it. But throw me. Yeah. And he went, okay. <laughs> and then... He picked me up and he threw me and I went off the set. And he was laughing and Peter was laughing in <laughs> Okay, yeah, we're gonna kill a
0: That's when he found out what stump man is the magic word, it seems. I know yeah. he loves stump people.
1: when okay. Actors think, yeah, we can throw them or we can punch them. No, you can't. You have to still learn to pull back.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> he overcommitted. It's like one or the other. Yeah. yeah. So my, my favorite scene in The Lord of the Rings, specifically the first one, is when the, when Aragorn lets Frodo go. He says, like, I would have gone with you to the end. Was that yeah. you?
1: Yeah, that was me. That would go. Because I had to walk Backwards, we go walking towards me. Uh-huh. And I'm off. Remember, Frodo is backing off. Yes. And he does a banana turn again. Yeah. Now, because you got no platforms. Yeah, platform. Uh, reason.
0: Sure.
1: You You don't know where you are. And I did make up.
0: Sure.
1: Turn at the right time, or turn too early, or too late and think like that, and we took quite a few days, and Peter went, okay. And I didn't come out of the mouth, I didn't come out, and I went, no, oh, I need to think, I need to think. Sure. And then, uh, Vigo came around to me, and he went, I got an idea, here. look at my leg, and I'll point, to you, point you in the direction with my leg, or my feet. Ah, smart. And, uh, yeah, smart. That was clever, that was Wigo thinking as well.
0: It's a pretty good team.
1: Really good team. Really, really nice. Well, all of them nice to work with all the actors. You know, very, very generous to stun people, to a lot of people.
0: Did you ever learn to swim? No. I still yeah. can't swim. i will
1: pluck my way into stops and swimming.
0: Yeah. You can't do it all, Kieran. We found your one weakness.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that is my weakness. I can't swim. I rely on vessel.
0: Sure. And whoever's rowing.
1: Yeah. As soon as I put my vessel on, I know I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be, you know, then I can do the strokes and stuff. Sure.
0: No, be dead,
1: right. Because I know that I'm not going to sink. But Without vessel, no, I won't be able to do strokes or anything.
0: How long was it from the time that like you met Vigo to the scene in the boats? When he's rowing in your for That was a row. long
1: time. Long time. Yeah. I think a year, uh, year and a half or something like that, probably, I think. No, of course, that was the first movie. Uh, it would be uh, within a year, but still a long time. Sure. Does Ian McKellen give good hugs? Yeah. Yeah, he has to. He does. It... <laughs> I had to hug him a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? Yes. Yeah. As, as well as, I think, Billy's character, Pippin. Yes. To uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I think about that scene when Frodo first sees Gandalf and jumps into the cart. I was yeah. like, had to have been you? I was like, how fun.
1: Exactly. That was not the stunt. I had to make it look like a stunt because Peter would not give me a stunt. Oh, sure. <laughs> he was a about that. That you, you are not going to jump into the car, not in the back or not in the front. Make it look like you are, but you are not. And I went, mm-hmm. why? And even if you break your leg, that's it. I can't find somebody like you
0: sure you made yourself useful
1: very useful unfortunately <laughs> no stunts yeah <laughs> No, i did some stunts well, quite a few stunts in that but something like that it wouldn't let me do. just if i missed it or forever
0: was it weird at the end because movies shoot for like you know a uh, months at a time but not four years at a time now,
1: no, I mean, yeah, it was because at the end of the year, uh, fourth, uh, fourth year, yeah, ninety nine to 2003, mm-hmm. but we all bonded really well. Yeah. We were friends from the beginning. It, it didn't matter whether it was Ian or our guys from the floor. We all mixed. We parted together. We, you know, we had a good time. It was, that's what Peter wanted from the very beginning, that, we are going to be together for four years. Or why not be friends, our big family? Yeah. But it was weird coming back to London after four years.
0: I bet. And that's so special. Like to do that. Because, yeah. you know, it's it's a gig. It's a freelance job. Yeah. You go from one job to another.
1: Yeah, certainly. But this was like a long gig.
0: That's pretty cool. Do you have a favorite or like a most proud moment of your work on Lord of the Rings when you think about it?
1: I think I enjoyed it so much
0: yeah
1: the I did. I really enjoyed it I'm insane in the kennel
0: oh yeah
1: with the back blocking the boat and look like I don't do that I can't swim but I can't tell him that could I yeah because <laughs> I admit Peter would, Peter would have gone what the hell
0: do you mean you can't swim <laughs> why is he in a boat <laughs>
1: yeah I my way in yeah <laughs> I mean I bluffed my way in a movie called Megalight as
0: well all right
1: because I did the, the big jump into River Rhine yeah. from the bridge for line. <sighs> and that was because I was wearing a vest Now I know that I will come back up again. Right. I <laughs> uh, uh, with uh, Waterbug, with yeah, I did. Even in, in Titanic, you know, I did uh, quite a few falls into water. Uh, then I did uh, tip tanks.
0: Some mm-hmm. um, thanks sure.
1: Yeah, did a You of them, I got away no, with it because that's I know, uh, you know, was there keeping me? It's
0: like as long you have the, you're like I can swim with a vest on. Yeah,
1: and that's <laughs> it. That's it, and then go up. You know, then go walk over with
0: it. I, I, I also, I can't believe you've done so many things, and while you're doing Lord of the Rings, all these movies, you just decided, why not a world record? Yeah, you got a world record around this time too.
1: Yeah, because what happened was Guinness World Record uh, did a research on me. Cool. And found out that there's nobody smaller than me in the stunt. Sure. So they gave me that record. Amazing. So that was really brilliant. Then one day, this was not even going to be in the record at all. Uh, the other thing I, I, I wanted to do, and one, one was that stunned people. They go out and do base camp for fun or do this or that and all that. Sure. And uh, I was like thinking with my nephew, what can we do? You Knock on your base camp. I haven't got enough weight to come down. Oh, right. Yeah, free from free fall from the plane. I will never come down with a normal parachute. Sure. Um, I will always float up. I uh, you know, I think I can't do, I can't do open dives because in reality, I can't swim. So, you know, I should not be doing open dives in the sea or anything like sure. that. Go, what can I do? And my nephew came up with, why not wing walking?
0: Your nephew did this? <laughs> He's like, yeah. his yeah. idea? But,
1: yeah. Why not? Why don't you do wing walking? And he got interested. And uh, people, when they found out what my height was. And they rank Guinness World Record. And think we think we are got the smallest guy who's ever going to do the big booking. And then I didn't plan this one for Guinness World Record or anything. Or no my nephew. It just happened. Wow. How do you, are you not scared? <laughs> you get nervous. You suck a little bit at the beginning. I bet. Or <laughs> tumble. Sure. A little bit at the beginning. But once you do it and you're up there. On the plane, you know, tied up properly and all that, and you know, uh-huh. you're not going to go anywhere. And you can go, you look into the loop and all that stuff. Once you, you know, you, you're not going to get away with anything or get away anywhere. Yeah. It. And then you start doing it.
0: I'm stressed just thinking about it.
1: It's just that when I was doing up I falls, Every time I go up, yeah, I am trembling. I'm not going to do I do. I look down where I have to fall. I know exactly where I have to hit my airbag.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: then you don't look. And just when they go turn the camera, have a quick look, then where well, I need to go. And when you keep in your mind and you kick. You will kick. You don't kick high.
0: Sure. Just,
1: a little kick to, just to get you that further away from the wall or wherever and under the
0: airbag. I've seen the picture of you on the plane. Just on top yeah. of the wings. Just... Yeah. Yeah. I got scared just looking at it, Kieran.
1: Yeah, and it was thousand feet high in the air. Oh, just. That was what? fun. It was cold. <laughs> it was cold up there, but it was fun.
0: Yeah. Is it loud? Because the wind?
1: Yeah, it is loud. Uh, G force is there. Oh. When, you, when you try to wear your uh, or oh, my hand used to go back and I had to bring it back again. I can feel that G force. A little bit, not that high. It's not like training for astronaut or anything like that. Sure. But there's still that little G force you can feel.
0: That is nuts. And how long? How long were you up there?
1: About ten minutes, nothing more than that. But in ten minutes, you can do so much. Right. In ten minutes, at the most.
0: Man, there's a lot of trust in that, Karen. You got to you trust have your equipment. So many
1: <laughs> yeah, in 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 stunts. Yeah. Yeah. Trust. Everybody's around you. You know, there are safety guys. The stuntists are not, they do stunts, but on, on your scene they might not be doing anything because they are on the set looking on. It's a teamwork. Everything is a teamwork. Even in uh, body puppeteer. We rely on uh, puppeteers who are breaking their head. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all that.
0: It's all teamwork.
1: teamwork yeah.
0: Was it cool to go back for The Hobbit? Because it had been a long time. Yeah, that was really good fun
1: To go back to the Hobbit And it was really, oh, really uh, How did I find out in 2009 I was in New Zealand At a wedding of a guy called You know, makeup guy
0: uh-huh.
1: And uh, his wife Now, called Liz They were getting married And I've known them From the Lord of the Rings From, you know, very beginning sure. And then to come uh, come To a whole wedding And go free out there and uh, met Peter and Del huh.
0: Uh,
1: he was going to direct the movie and I met them both at the wedding. And just before the wedding, Del Cairo went after wedding in the reception, we need to talk to you very quickly. And I went, okay. <laughs> and, uh, in the reception, they, they spoke to me about orbit that you kid know, and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. Yeah, you're going to be double, uh, skilled double for Martin, but you're going to be, you know, this goblin and that goblin and you're going to do this and stems for kids and stuff like that. But you're for it and all that. We had do a good good 15-minute talk minute at the wedding. knew you're going to go back. <laughs>
0: it's like lost. We got to go yeah. back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew that, but I didn't realize that Del we over when you woke up, because of the time it took,
0: sure,
1: you know we had to do other things as well.
0: And this time you got to do Legolas, pretty cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think that was uh, Orlando's idea.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
1: Orlando <laughs> came up with their idea to Peter. Well, why don't we do this with Kiran? Don't tell Kiran until the last minute when we get him in the makeup, and then we tell him actually what's happening. Ah, uh, no, no, Corey. <laughs> They told me, do this before, so I could learn the fight.
0: Oh, sure. But How fun. It
1: was a surprise to me. Wow. Completely. It came out of a blue. Uh, they had to look for a wig from the Lord of the Rings. You know, the legless wig. uh uh-huh. so They carried it and put on me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you wear it well. I wear it well. <laughs> but it was
1: good. I had to pick up a fight. That was quite a good fight as well.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, Orlando's idea. to do that.
0: I love it. And then again, you you went Lord of the Rings, and then you came back for the Hobbit. You did Return of the Jedi, and then you come back to Star Wars.
1: Star Wars looked really funny because I came back from Hobbit, and within a week I gave a call to people on the Star Wars saying I'm back. I left them and said to Neil mm-hmm. that, "Neil, if you want me, I'm back again." And uh, wherever and I put my mobile down, and it started ringing. And it was Neil. And he went, Neil turned around to me, and he went, you go, you're not going anywhere, are you? No, uh, you're definitely not going anywhere for another big movies or anything. I went, no, nope. I've done my big movies at the moment. I go, yeah, I'm fine, I'm free. And when you're in, go within a week, I in, was in, in Star Wars again.
0: He's like, good, because you're in my movies now. I yeah. <laughs> wanted to lock you in.
1: Yeah, no, that one. and that's where I met Tom.
0: I know you're you're on Tom and Derek, because they're yeah. in the Lug Beast yeah. and you were Tito yeah. on top.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was a good character play with them underneath me. Yeah. And that was really good. That was really fun working with Nick and Tom on that. Yeah. We had to we had to do rehearsals after we stuck get it right. Sure. Like me trying to write a, a mechanical beast.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, go act like that. They're only the legs of the beast. And uh, Tom was operating the head as well. Right. Oh, it was really fun. It was really great.
0: I love that. And when you're talking about like teams, you know, see, you're seeing Tito on a beast, you don't realize it's Kieran, Tom, Derek. Like, I love seeing the magic of what we're looking at. <laughs>
1: and, it's all about timing between three of us. Yeah. What, what happens, I mean, if they're, if they're rock, then I've to keep my balance as well. It's all that timing of walk and how mm-hmm. they do, doing. You know, what, what happened coming I mean, when we were in Abu Dhabi, doing the same, and we didn't realize, well, we knew that it will sink. Sure. We could go from, into the sand, but we didn't realize that it will sink quite, quite a bit. And Tom and Derek were struggling, I mean you know, they pulled it they pulled it off, really did, but they were like really screaming inside, yeah, and could and those screams were giving them the energy they wanted. And I can understand that. And I'll, like, i like, how can I use it? No, I can hear you guys. And I'm putting my weight on you.
0: Fine. You're just having a blast up top. Last
1: time while they were working on.
0: I think you got the better end of the stick on that one.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think they got, they got their own back
0: on me. Yeah. You can after that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> And I know, so that was Force Awakens. I know after that was uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Where you got to play a really cool-looking character in the in the cell. Yeah,
1: in the cell with that Tintake. Yeah. A monster, monster, holy monster.
0: Were you blind in that one?
1: Completely. Wow. Completely. Because, uh, we did a couple of things then. That turned that their mind. Uh, what happened was uh, he, he had to do a walk and uh, Brian Herring was breaking the head. Cool. And we had to do the walk and Brian was going four o'clock, ten-four, ten-five, ten-one. And you know, we are the again and I decided to give him the strong or her it's see, like because sure. female character. Right. And uh, I decided to give her that strong walk
0: yeah,
1: a strong walk, and we did that. But they decided no, we don't want that. Now there's a backstory going on. The scene I did. Uh the backstory is that, sometime in the past, before the sale, both characters have met each other, mm. and I think, more the early monster at fellow Felicity's character gotcha. Going once and then now they're in the cell
0: oh there's a little bad blood going on yeah that's pretty cool
1: so, i think that's the back story
0: interesting uh, story yeah
1: so, that was it because well when she escapes and see it's like going ah you got away from me kind of
0: yeah I never
1: could character to play. I'm a really good character to play. You find the salary book easy because I wasn't really moving. Sure. On turn or something like that, but not really walking or anything. Complaining didn't matter over there.
0: That's not a bad gig. If you, <laughs> what are you doing today? <laughs> I'm laying down. <laughs> yeah, I'm laying down. I'm
1: just going to snore inside the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Get a little nap. Just a tiny nap. Actually, yeah. that's real method because the character's also sleeping. So I yeah. see what you're doing.
1: That's it. That's
0: it. You commit, Kieran.
1: You commit. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> I'm not now and again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now you did that. I know in uh, The Last Jedi, you got to play, you got to wear a suit this time. And then was that a head? That was a full mechanical head you're wearing? Yeah, I'm
1: wearing a full mechanical head.
0: That will not fine as well. Oh, really?
1: That, that was plain as well. And <sighs> then we, the rear with that long walk, uh-huh. uh, there were walking uh, walk in the very, maybe pp and something like that. And there were uh, people moving in, in my direction and crossing and all that. Yeah. And also, I, I remember bumping into people and trying to figure out who they are and going to them after the rear great. Look, I can't see. I'm right. My eye on me. Either I will bump into you or you'll feel a kick from me as well. Sure. A moving. A gentle kick, not a hard kick. Yeah. <laughs> a <gentle laughs> little <kick>. love tap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, keep moving. But no, that was a cool character to play.
0: Do you ever get to see <laughs> the work that you're doing or most of the time you're blind? Yeah, there have been few things, but I can see and if, you're going, if heaven, they can create. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's wild. And then I know in The Rise of Skywalker, you got to play uh, the little character at the big festival with Ray and the Uh, necklace.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, and it was really good to play. Another great one. Uh, Putting the necklace around Ray. Yeah. Yeah, that was really brilliant. It was really funny that I ended up working with Daisy on two different movies. I mean, with her.
0: Yeah. Now, when you see BB-8 now, are you like, I'll get you soon?
1: Yep. (laughs) Come near me. I want to to (laughs) send you off. That's right.
0: (laughs) There's a never-ending feud of trying to catch him ever since Tito.
1: (laughs) Hey, I mean, it was fun being Tito. I bet. And then to be Nambi Gambi.
0: So are you also blind as Nambi Gambi? Uh, Yeah. I was talking to Daisy. Uh Uh-huh. And... Three right before the take.
1: I mean, I turned around to Desi. I went, Look, I am going to be blind again. Right. And you can help me. Just give me the height where you are going to be when you kneel down for her. Sure. For her to put the necklace on you. And seven, look okay, fine. And she knelt down. And seven, I'll keep that height all the time. And I'm like, One, two, with open eyes three. And then it will ah. like half close high and going, One. Three four and then you closer
0: close.
1: I then like Oh, and now what's happening? I'm learning about muscles. Uh, yeah, you get your muscles to do all the work for you, sure. you how high you know when you lift, you can feel your muscles where they are, and then copy your work it out,
0: gotcha.
1: Yeah, And if see go a little bit higher than if not going to walk. Because then you probably
0: will hit your forehead.
1: Sure. So, these they were really good even if you don't keep the same height for you.
0: Wow, you have to have such like cognizance of your body doing stuff like that because it's all it's all in your <laughs> it's arms.
1: All, it's all muscle memory. Yeah. It's all muscle memory. Everything you do has to be with muscle memory. <sighs> when you do mine, when you do a wall. Yeah. If you learn to do the wall against the wall and feel your muscles. Oh and like, let's say you're putting, how do you make sure that you are selling that pressure you're going against? Right. And wind of those muscles.
0: Wow.
1: That ones you need to tighten. And go wine helps you to do body perpetual work. Mask work, my training has come very useful in, in criticism, Yeah. You know, everything I did beginning of my life, I've been using that techniques still in criticism, critical work. Wow.
0: What are the odds? Who'd have it's, thought? It, it, I mean, I'm very lucky
1: that Stomuya Master coming back to him beginning. Yeah. You know, learning things from Stomuya Master that I never ever thought that I would be able to use them again. And more, I mean, dark crystal started the crystal back off.
0: And here you are, decades later, still using it. That's when you know it works.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And still using the technique that you started with. Wow. Even though technology can move and technology can, you know, do a lot of things. Yeah. But I still can use the same techniques with the new technology.
0: I love that. That's so cool. And just like that, we've been talking for over an hour, Kieran. You survived. (laughs) Brilliant! this has been a blast this is so fun it's great to meet you
1: well we went through a lot of things
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, i try i try (laughs) now before i release you into the wild i gotta ask where can people follow you online where can they find your stuff
1: my website is called littlekiron.com great i'm on twitter littlekiron.com uh, wherever else
0: is happening around yeah. <laughs> There you <laughs> go. go. But, yeah, you're findable. Yep, I love it. <laughs> and. Hello friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show, it's at Pod of Interest on Twitter. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. You can also find me at BrianBalance.com. There you'll find my demos, films, and a bunch of other really fun stuff. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. A good rating or review always helps and is greatly appreciated. Let the people know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. Speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search the interesting podcast on tpublic.com to pick you up some sweet gear. Also, I've made a Patreon, so if you'd like to support the show more directly and get early releases of the shows, you now have that option over at patreon.com slash Jedi Brian. On that note, special thanks to Daryl, Daz, Ben, Victor, Jim, and Chris. Your support means so, so much to me, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.